0: Welcome to the Sales Not Selling Podcast, where veteran sales professional Stacey Garrett will cover topics that will help you be more successful at sales without selling. Without selling. Learn tips and tricks for success, as well as ways to be your best authentic self. Hello, and thank you for joining me on my podcast, Sales Not Selling. My name is Stacey Garrett, and I sell promotional products and have successfully done so for 20 plus years. My goal with this podcast is to inspire other sales professionals to be even more successful and happy in sales. In today's podcast, episode number 48, I'm going to talk about a topic that is so dear to my heart, and one that I believe is one of the keystones of my success in sales, communication. Now, many of us think we're good at communication, but I'm gonna give you some examples of communication that isn't working and some examples where even the smallest amount of communication can save a relationship. Now, lucky for me, I have a lot of interaction with coworkers, factories, clients, and service providers. I get to be on the receiving end of a lot of communication, so I can attest to communication that doesn't work and then some communication that does. First, let me talk about what doesn't work. Not communicating. Okay, now you're probably laughing and saying, well, duh, of course not communicating doesn't work. Well, I think it is forgotten often and can be a useful reminder. I recently moved and during that process as a customer, oh, I had a lot of experiences with people. Well, not communicating for the most part. These are going to seem like no-brainers to you when I explain them, but these great companies didn't communicate and it damaged our relationship, and I don't want that to happen to you. So for example one, we had the flooring replaced in our new-to-us home before we moved in. We had a tight window of about three days to get it replaced after the people moved out and we moved in. The company was great, actually. They worked with us remotely and fit us in on this really tight window. Now, we're moving to our new home. We had a very long day of travel. We're seeing our new home for the second time ever after the flight with two dogs and a cat. We were so tired. We walk into our new house, and we are relieved to be there. We're just so stinking happy. And we walk around, and into... the one of the rooms that was not supposed to have the flooring replaced and the carpets all cut up. Mm, Like they went to replace it and then realized after they had cut it all up that they weren't supposed to. So they just left it. They left it all cut up. No one told us, no one emailed us, no one called us or any way communicated with us. Now, I had said it was a long day, so I was just too tired to deal with it and I honestly was like, what, what's going to happen? I mean, I, we, I looked through my paperwork. It was clear that room was not supposed to be touched. A couple days later, I get a call from the flooring company asking for their final payment. I said, of course, I'd be happy to make the final payment. Thank you so much for getting the timing uh, done with us moving in. But I needed to know what's going to happen with the cut up carpet in that room. I was frustrated, I'll be honest. And I didn't really need to be because it was an honest mistake. Just let me know what happened and how they were going to resolve it, and they don't have any time to be frustrated and stressed about what's gonna happen. So easy to do, because honestly, it ended up being a win-win situation. Well, maybe only a winning situation for me, because they put new flooring in there at no charge since they had damaged the carpet beyond repair. Of course I was happy with that result. So why not just communicate it with me to begin with, so that I'm not walking in with a surprise and only finding out about it once they try and get their final payment. Would they have said anything? Anyway, without this communication, they went from a five-star interaction, which I really was happy with, and I would use them again, to be honest, to a four-star. I mean, honest mistakes happen, but they made it so much worse by not communicating about the mistake. Another example, now this one is way more extreme and it's a long one, so I'm going to give you the short version of it. In this move, we also had our pool replastered. The company doing it said it would be done around mid-December at the latest. They started demo early. I was so excited because that meant we maybe could get our pool done a little earlier. Okay, so all the demo's done and I'm trying to find out when the final step would be done. I sent countless emails, calls, made so many calls, texts asking when they were going to get it scheduled. Finally, someone said, well, we're, quote, trying to get it scheduled for sometime in January. Um, excuse me, what? Well, now I know why no one wanted to respond to me because they didn't have news that I would like. Can you guess if that lack of response made the news easier for me to hear? No, it didn't. It also jeopardized our relationship because I knew that if they weren't getting back to me, it was probably because they didn't have news that was good. Weeks of me bugging them and wondering. This just builds up my frustration. I was just getting more frustrated with every unanswered call, text, email. Because they couldn't even give me a date in January, I was starting to get nervous that that wasn't even realistic. Now, their lack of communication got me worrying more than necessary and making up my own story about what was happening. I actually told lots of people the issues while I was waiting for them to communicate, and that just meant more damage done to that company, my Frustration moved to me also posting a Google review. So now even more people are seeing my frustration simply because of a lack of communication. Now, I eventually did get my pool done and it turned out on time, but that only happened because of my Google review. This all could have been avoided with just a little communication. My Google review had 500 views by the time they finally decided to get my pool done and respond to me. I would have been disappointed if if they had given me a date later than was originally given when we signed and paid our deposit. But they didn't. So I was just disappointed and more and more frustrated with every day that went by. All they needed to do was communicate with me and not ignore me. Lastly, for a lack of communication today, I asked someone if they could help me with a project and if they could get it done for me today. No response to me saying yes or no. So at the end of the day, I responded and said, never mind, I'll take care of it. And they said, oh, I was going to work on it now after hours. Now, all this person would have had to do was to tell me, I got it. I'll get, it'll be late, but I'll get it done today. But no, communication doesn't tell me that they would work on the project, could work on the project. Now, can you relate to some of these frustrations? Has it happened to you? I mean, you've probably done it. I mean, I know I've done it. I'm definitely not perfect. It is almost daily, though, that I see room for improvement on communication. Now, let's talk about some great communication. Also related to my move. So this is me as a consumer again. I hired a landscaper to do an overhaul of my yard. I filled out the form on his website. And guess what? He called me back in a reasonable time. I have filled a lot of forms that I could do a whole podcast on this, but he actually called me back in a reasonable time and he's scheduled to come out in a reasonable time. I would like to point out that he didn't come out immediately. He set the expectations and said when he could come out. He arrived on time, got the quote to me on time. Imagine that, doing what you say you're going to do. Did I want him to come and do the work right away? Yes, I was so excited to have him do what he was saying he was going to do, but he said what was realistic, and I agreed to that, and I was happy. He came, did the work really well, I might add, and we hired him to do our landscaping maintenance twice a month for almost double what we had been paying because we were so happy with his work and communication. Now, a more work-related example is a factory rep of mine reached out after a meeting, now I know that that might seem like a no-brainer, but it does not happen very often where someone says, oh, I'll get back to you with answers and actually does it. But he got back to us. He also had answers to some of the team's questions, but also had done a list of action items of things he was committing to do to follow up. Then about a week later, he reached out to communicate one of the action items. You know, to be honest, I don't even have to worry if he says he's going to do something because he will. This has happened multiple times with this factory rep. And so now now he has built trust with me. So I don't have to follow up with him or question if he is doing something. Now, that is the ideal situation to be in when selling, to have enough trust that your communication will be good, that your clients don't have to worry if you're going to do what you're saying, if you're going to do what you say you're going to do. Now, all of these examples are just reminders that communication can develop or break down your relationship with clients, prospects, or even coworkers. It is something that is 100% in your control. So do it. Let people know information, even if you don't want to tell them. I really think it will pay off tenfold in your career. And if that isn't enough of an incentive, try giving someone bad news early, like ripping off that Band-Aid and see how you feel. I know I always feel so much better getting it over with than sitting on a dreaded conversation. I appreciate you joining me for the Sales Not Selling podcast today. I would really love to see this podcast get into more people's devices. Can you help me by sharing this with someone you know that's in sales or maybe a small business owner? I would sincerely appreciate it. If you think of a topic you'd like me to discuss or have any suggestions for me to make this podcast better, let me know by connecting at Garrett 29 that's S-T-A-C-Y-G-A-R-R-E-T-T, lucky number 29 on LinkedIn, or you can find my podcast page on LinkedIn and Facebook by searching sales, not selling. Have a wonderful day and keep on being the best you.